0: Hey guys, welcome back to You're Worth More Than a Number, a weekly podcast where I share experiences and advice for people going through recovery, recovered, or just want some encouragement. This week, I'm going to be continuing and finishing the two part series that I started last week, where I talk about those New Year's resolutions we all set. This week, I'm going to touch on how to accept the fact if your resolutions fail or change, and how to not beat yourself up about it. Because let's be honest, No one needs to put themselves down at the beginning of a brand new year. Okay, so let's talk. Resolutions. As you guys all know, last week I talked about how resolutions, it's good to set them, but you have to be effective with them and not put too much pressure on yourself and stress yourself out. And that goes to saying as when you set these resolutions, don't beat yourself up if they fail. Because everyone, because of three reasons, everyone makes mistakes and we are all human. No one is perfect. So stop thinking and acting like you have to be perfect all the time. No one is perfect. And a lot of times things that happen to us in life are out of our control and unchangeable. Like you can't, if you Get injured. You can't say that that's your fault. You twist your ankle playing soccer. Yeah, you could say, sure, you could blame yourself saying, well, I shouldn't have played soccer. But in reality, you could have twisted your ankle in in another way. Who knows? It just was in your plan to twist your ankle. Those are all reasons why you shouldn't put a lot of pressure on yourself if you fail. Like I said last week, there is nothing wrong with resolutions, but you have to have some perspective. You can't just make one, and ex- or make one that's extremely out there that you that is so like not possible. Like you just there's no way that you are going to get to that goal. You have to have perspective, but you also don't want to make it so simple that it's something you could do that you don't even need a goal for. Like I'm going to brush my teeth every day. I hope you're brushing your teeth every day. Like, I mean, sure, that could be your news resolution, but I kind of hope that's not. <laughs> um, but resolutions can be good for you because they can motivate you to try something new or reach a goal you've been wanting to get to. But they can also be harmful in a couple of ways. And the two ways I'm going to talk about today are when you only set a specific resolution because you want to fit in. That is one way they can be harmful. And the other way I'm going to talk about is if you beat yourself up for not reaching the resolution you set for yourself. Those are very harmful to you. And they can end up starting your new year on a wrong note, wrong foot. And it can just end up really, really damaging you and hurting you. Like, So going back to the first one, when you only set a specific resolution because you want to fit in. Everyone does that. It's part of today's society. We all do things that we want to because we want to fit in. You wear a dress to school because all your girlfriends are wearing dress. You eat salad for lunch because that's what's right to eat salad for lunch. You shouldn't eat a chicken sandwich for lunch. Like all this, it's just like society puts out all these things and mantras and ways of life we have to live by that I'm almost positive I've done it. I've set a resolution because I wanted to fit in. I guarantee you half the people that set the weight loss or the healthy eating and dieting resolution, half of them or a good portion of them don't really want to do that. They're just doing it because they know that that's what everyone does. So, you know, everyone does it, so I'm just going to do it too. Well, does that mean like if... if um. Everyone texts and drives, so I'm going to do it too, or everybody jumps off a bridge and kills themselves, so I'll do that too. I know those are two extreme cases, but like it's basically the same thing as saying like oh well, everyone does it, so it's okay if I do it. Is that really true? No. Probably not. A lot of times when we set the resolutions for ourselves, we try to think something we could work on or changing th- or change or work on changing throughout the year and prove on. But the hard part about that is that by setting one large goal for a whole year, you can end up putting too much pressure on yourself, like I talked about in last week's episode. which and. But you shouldn't just make a resolution because someone told you to or you feel like it's the only way you'll fit in. Like, if you don't want to make a diet or a weight loss resolution, don't make a diet or a weight loss resolution no one's telling you have to yes society might shun you but who cares who freaking cares it's society like honestly who cares so what if you're don't if you're not doing what everyone else is doing it's literally one month out of the year you have to deal with it if we're being honest how only very few people post about their New Year's resolution in February and March and April and May and June July. kind of just phases out. So, if you're like, well, I don't want to be the only one not doing that resolution, not losing weight, not dieting, not exercising every day, then you really just have to deal with that for a month. Because after about a month, you don't really see those kind of posts about, my New Year's resolution, people still do them, but they're not as like, high and hip and on the topic of social media because something else happens don't feel like you have to do that kind of resolution just because that's what everyone does and that goes for anything not just health related ones goes for like if everyone you know a lot of people you know are are spending more time with family or traveling somewhere fun or going or doing something or getting rid of something in their routine or adding something in their routine that you don't really want to add but you feel like you have to because everyone around you is doing it and you want to fit in or you want to be like them and you don't want to get shunned and that's the problem with our society is that we as human beings see that everyone is doing something, or the majority of the population are doing this one thing. And that means we have to do it too, especially when it comes to resolutions and goals and stuff like that. And that's just so sad. Because, honestly, who cares what anyone else thinks? The only person that should care about your goals and resolutions for the new year is you. You should be the only one concerned with the resolutions and goals you have set for this year. Because if you try and put other people's, try and, if you spend all your time worrying about what other people think about your resolution or think about your goal for the new year, think about what you're doing, think about what you're wearing. Believe me, coming from a person who used to do that, it's a waste of time. It gets you nowhere, it makes you feel like crap about yourself, and it really doesn't help like it really doesn't help, and you know that's easier said than done. It's easier to say, "Well, don't compare yourself, don't worry about other people's opinions. Very easy to say that, and but it, and it's harder to actually believe that, but once you believe that and start putting that into your daily reminded and routine and thoughts, you'll realize that you're right. It doesn't matter what they say or think or do. Who cares if they don't like what I'm wearing? That's their problem. I didn't ask them to wear it. Or who cares if they don't like what I'm eating? Who cares if they don't like that I'm not dieting as my New Year's resolution or adding so adding supplements or adding exercise in for three times a week? Who cares? That's their problem. It's not like I told them they couldn't. Like, who really cares? Who cares? A lot of times I feel like when people... I could be completely wrong here, but a lot of times I feel like when people get opinionated and feel like they have to say their opinion to you on that kind of thing, I feel like it's because they're so insecure themselves about their own life and their own goals and stuff they want to accomplish that they feel like they have to have an opinion. They have to have a word. They have to tell you how they're feeling. like They're not happy unless they're disagreeing or making a false judgment or accusation or being mean to someone. Like I just feel like some people have so much insecurity inside them that they feel like that is the only thing that makes them happy. That's so sad. I mean, I know that's not what I'm talking about, but that's kind of what I think about when I think when I Try to remind myself like oh what if someone sees hears that my goal is self my goal this year is self-love and to listen to what my body wants and not what my mind wants to like care and show more compassion to my body and live in the moment when someone hears that those are my resolutions and goals I start to think like what if they think they're they're stupid or like silly like oh who cares like you need to do this and this and this I start thinking about that and I start going, oh my gosh, you're right, like, what of this? And I start second-guessing myself. But then I remind myself that, you know what? I don't care. I'm not telling them they have to do those resolutions. These are the goals for the year. These are the goals I want to do this year. And these are the goals that I feel like will be most effective and sufficient to my life this year. And if they don't like that, that's their own problem that's just kind of what you got to tell yourself sometimes you can't really sometimes it doesn't help to go right at them doesn't always help to go right at them and talk right back to them but it can help to just ignore and go about your life and just kind of shrug your shoulders and go okay okay you know that's your problem the other part I want to talk about about how resolutions can be harmful is if you beat yourself up for not reaching them. It's not just about setting the effective resolution. It's not just about setting one that you want and not what others want or others around you want you to do. But it also you can't beat yourself up about it. You can't beat yourself up about a goal you didn't reach that you set 12 months ago. In December slash January 2020, you can't beat yourself up being, oh, I cannot believe I didn't, do, didn't reach my goal of exercising three times a week. You set that goal 12 months ago. Life happens. You set that resolutions. That's why I don't like them. I don't like the year-long resolutions. I like the short-term goals better. I mean, yes, this year, as you know, I set a resolution. But I do like the short-time goals better because I feel like they are more effective. But life happens. Don't beat yourself up. Don't yell at yourself or anything for being human and letting life happen. So you didn't reach your goal, make it your goal for next year. Or make smaller goals. If you keep making the same goal and you see you can't reach it, Maybe it's not an effective goal for you. You can't. I know. And again, like I said, it's just like the last thing. It's easier said than done to say don't beat yourself up, but actually not beating yourself up harder than just saying it. But I know you guys can do it. I'm going to work on that. Believe me, I haven't set resolutions in a couple years. And believe me, the end of this year, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to try my darndest. If I didn't... Do my best with self-love this year that I should have, or one of my other resolutions. I'm gonna put it on next year, and I'm just gonna show compassion to myself and be like, it's okay, life happens. You had good had a good effort. We're gonna try again next year. There's no, there's nothing that says in print that if you don't complete your resolution by December, you're a failure. It doesn't say that anywhere. Resolutions and goals are a long-term thing. For it to actually effectively work, it takes a long time. So if you don't get it completed by December or January, it's okay. Just keep working towards it in the year, new year. It's okay to do that. There's nothing wrong with continuing your goals. There's no end point to a goal. everyone, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far, I certainly am, but I'm going to take a short moment and thank this episode's sponsor. Okay, but how do I fit into this? Because you know, I talk about this every week. Well, like I said, I used to make resolutions all the time, and many of them were health related, as you probably guessed, because I have an eating disorder. I had, any, I had ones from anywhere from eating better to going to the gym three to four times a week, which then turned into every day. But that's not what this is about. Last, the last two years, I have s- kind of steered clear from resolutions because the media and our society and culture make you feel like your resolution has to be health-related to matter, but it's false. Like I said, it's false. Your re- resolution can be anything you want it to be. You want to know what my resolutions are this year? I already said them, but I'm going to say them again. My resolution this year is to show myself more self-love, to listen to my body over my mind, to actually show compassion to myself, and to live more in the moment and, not, and get so stressed out if something changes. Just to be more go-with-the-flow. Because in all honesty, it's just a goal. It's not a life threatening or changing experience. I mean it might turn out to be a life changing experience. But it doesn't have to be. And it doesn't need to be. Like I said, a res like I said last week, a resolution can be as simple as doing your devotional every day, calling your mom once a week. If you live with other people, trading off who cleans. It can be a, something as simple as that meal prepping. It doesn't have to be something so intense as losing weight, exercising more, dieting. I saw this thing on Instagram last night that was this it was an Instagram story and it was the chef I follow from Food Network. Um and she posted on her story that she didn't feel good she had a sore throat a stuffy nose she wasn't feeling up to exercising and it was kind of she had the caption excuses excuses and she was talking in it and she said even though I have a sore throat I'm not gonna let that be an excuse I need to keep going and exercising I was just like what like she wasn't feeling good and so she but she still forced herself to exercise That's the worst thing you could do. If there's anything, I always say, I've said this a lot, if there's anything I learned from this disorder, there's a lot of things I've learned from this disorder, but that's one thing I've learned from this disorder is that you don't exercise when you don't feel good. And you should never feel like you have to exercise or feel like you can't miss a day. Whenever it starts to feel, whenever it starts to get to that point where you feel like you can't miss a day, or you can't, can't take a break or you can't not do exercise then that's when it becomes a problem but I was watching this and I was like are you kidding me like are you kidding me that she was saying that she didn't feel good and she was like that's just an excuse there's no excuses and she exercised and I was like what the heck like And she made the she said her reason was that she would feel better if she did exercise. And I was like, honestly, sure, and in the short term, you might feel a little bit better about yourself. But in the long term, you're going to feel even worse. Because if you're not feeling good and you exercise, you can end up making yourself sicker. Believe me. Let me tell you a story. When I had the flu a couple years ago, I was in like the beginning of my disorder... I was home from school and I was feeling a little bit better that day and my agent sort of told me I needed to go on a run because I had been sedentary for the past few days. And so I went on a run. I got back and I felt like absolute crap. Like I had to stay home an extra three days from school because of it because I exercised while I was really ill and sick. You're not. You don't do that. You're supposed to take it easy. If you don't want to last your... If you don't want your sickness to last, you have to take it easy and relax and chill and not force yourself to do a bunch of stuff that you don't want to do. But I was just appalled when I saw that last night. I was like, whoa, what? I was just so like, it's just crazy to think that that's how people's minds work and that's what our society tells us is right and wrong. It's wrong to skip a day. It's wrong to not exercise even if you're sick. Like if if you're sick, you're supposed to still exercise. There's no rest days. And to me, that's just so sad. It's so sad. Basically, what I'm trying to say here, guys, is that if January is all about new beginnings, then why are we all beating ourselves up for previous year's failures and then turning around and adding stress to the new year before it has even started? If you're going to sit here and tell me that January, new beginnings, new time, fun, all this jazz, like starting over, a clean slate, then why are we half more than half of us sitting here and beating ourselves up for something that we failed at last year? Or we didn't complete. I like that better instead of fail. We didn't complete last year. And then turning around and adding stress to our plates before the new year started or at the beginning of the new year. That doesn't make our new year start off nice and clean. Does it? No. If January is really all about new beginnings and clean states, then we have to stop beating ourselves up about something that happened a year ago. Don't beat yourself up if your new year's resolutions go kaput's. Don't put that unnecessary pressure on yourself to create resolutions just because everyone else is doing it or society says that's what you have to do. It really isn't worth it. Believe me. I would know. I would know. It really, really, really isn't worth it. it isn't worth it. I'm gonna say it one more time because this just gets me and I want you guys I want this to resonate in you guys as you leave this episode. If January is all about new beginnings and clean slates, we need to stop beating ourselves up for something that happened or that we didn't accomplish in the previous year. It's the only way to actually have a clean slate in the new year. Oh, guys, if you haven't checked out season one of my podcast, I'll make sure I have that linked below. You also can find it in iTunes. It will be it should be labeled as season one. Also, guys, please subscribe if you haven't already and leave me a review because I love reading them. And the best part is that they're free and the reviews help really help. And the ratings really help because they help me to know what you guys like and what you guys would like me to do more on this podcast because I'm an open book. Sure, I have a lots of ideas planned, but if you have something you want me to talk about or you have a burning question you want me to answer, message me, leave me a review, DM me on Facebook or Instagram, whatever you want. Just let me know. But again, guys, thank you so much for your support and love on this first season of my podcast. It's meant so much to me, and I just love that you guys enjoyed it as much as I do, and I'm so excited for what season brings to the table this year season two it's gonna be a great year we're already on episode two last week's episode was great and I'm just I have some great content coming I'm so excited I love you guys so much and I can't express and thank you guys enough for the love and support it makes doing this week every week so much easier I love you guys and I will talk to you guys very soon